Kamara. I don't know, Jeff, has it? I must have missed that. Hi everyone, it's the Sasquatch here from the Tree Busted Barstools podcast. Just to let you all aware that we use Anchor.fm and we're recording and producing all our, our podcasts. It has easy tools to kind of record, edit and then also distribute your podcast. So you'll find it easily on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. This is all done for you. Um, it's completely free and then it also allows you the ability to make money in your podcast through sponsorship ads such as this one um to find out more or to get started please visit anchor.fm or download the app via the google app store or the apple app store this podcast contains language and themes of an adult nature and is intended for a mature audience Sasquatch here from the Four Busted Barstools podcast. In addition to our main podcast, we'll also have a second segment known as What the Fuck Sports. What the Fuck Sports is a series of mini podcasts detailing some of the wild and wacky stories from the world of sports. Some you'll know and some you'll have forgotten, ranging from the Minnesota boat party scandal to Gaza, trying to go fishing with on the run killer Ronald Moat during a police standoff, and everything in between. episode of what the fuck sports is brought to you by the sasquatch this episode of what the fuck sports will focus on the gold club scandal so back in november 1999 gold club owner steve kaplan was indicted on a full array of federal racketeering charges including credit card fraud prostitution money laundering police corruption and even inappropriate ties to the powerful Gambino crime family. Other than Kaplan, names in the indictment included Larry Glett, the Gold Club's chief financial officer, Roy Sicola and Norbert Calder, former Gold Club managers, Reginald Burry, a retired police officer allegedly on Kaplan's payroll, Michael Di Leonardo, alleged Gambino family associate, and Jacqueline Diva Bush, a former Gold Club stripper and alleged prostitute. The prosecution argued that Kaplan took control of the club in 1994 and basically turned it into the Bada Bing, a little Sopranos reference for you there, encouraged lesbian acts offering free, free sex to special customers, condoning drug use, bribing local policemen with money and sexual favours and buying themselves protection from the Gambino crime family while skimming millions from unreported tips and unreported revenue. So, um, what was Kaplan's defence? Kaplan's lawyer, Steve Siddow, claimed that feds were framing his client for two reasons. They wanted to seize Kaplan's 50 million assets and they wanted to enhance their own careers. According to Siddow, Kaplan was targeted because he was a stereotypical New York Jew. Diva's attorney, Bruce Harvey, claimed that his client wasn't a prostitute. She was simply an exotic dancer who had a knack of coaxing men into buying $350 bottles of champagne after another. Part of that knack probably was offering sex. And of course, the defence used the race card. Of course they did. Bernie's defence 
attorney Dwight Thomas logged allegations of racism against the prosecution, noting that the three black athletes, Jamal Anderson, Terrell Davis and Patrick Ewing, were getting called to stand and somehow celebrities such as Ted Turner, Tom Glavine, Chipper Jones, Joe Montana, Wayne Gretzky, John Rocker and even Bill Gates, all former Gold Club patrons, according to the defence, weren't getting called. The first athlete mentioned in the trial was Nick's forward Larry Johnson. According to Leach, the air quotation, if I give free sex to celebrities, more of them will start visiting my club and increase the general buzz factor. Close air quotes. Light bulb started flickering for Kaplan. Shortly after, perched in the club in 94, and Larry Johnson, a patron one night, allegedly asked Kaplan for a woman. Kaplan happily obliged. So who were the key witnesses in the trial? Um, one of the key witnesses was Thomas Ziggy Sigano, uh, who was a former Gold Club executive. Here are kind of some of Ziggy's stories. In 1997, Kaplan arranged a one-night trip to Charlestown, South Carolina, to surprise some New York Knicks players who were there for an exhibition game, employing the strippers to have sex with the players and paying, paying six of them $1,000 apiece. Later that year, Patrick Ewing and some of his Knicks teammates were escorted to a semi-private gold room with six to ten girls for a night of groping and lap dancing. Ziggy testified the girls were having a good time, jumping on the players, and I remember hearing someone yell out, there are no rules tonight. The prosecution um, attorney, Art Leach, classified Kaplan as a voyeur who remained inside private VAP rooms and directed sex cabades. According to Leach, Kaplan came up with a game plan. Lure as many celebrities as possible with free lap, lap dances, lesbian sex shows and occasional sex, sex acts in order to raise the overall profile of the club. Once that happened, Leach claimed Kaplan believed that big spenders would start pouring in easy pickings for overput billing and general credit card fraud. You can't prove him right. In 1986, Kaplan arranged for Andrew Jones, the Atlanta Braves, might have been a pitcher maybe? but he was a player for the Atlanta Braves, the baseball team, and a friend to watch two of the Gold Club strippers perform live sex show in a in a local hotel room, paid for by Kaplan. Ziggy testified that Jones had sex with at least one of the women. However, Andrew Jones testified he wouldn't remember the faces of the two women he had sex with. Okay. Ziggy also then claimed the kind of the big athletes to fall into this case were Reggie Miller, uh, then of the Indiana Pacers, um, Jerry Stackhouse, Dennis Rodman, and NFL player Terrell Davis. I suppose Dennis Robbins' involvement, aforementioned dancer and alleged prostitute Jacqueline Diva Bush um, was heavily involved in this. Ziggy remembered one time Rodman, who was allegedly a frequent Gold Club patron, was making out with a waitress in a semi-private room and Kaplan realised that the poor girl was out of her league. So he summoned Bush from the Gold Club bullpen to take care of Rodman. Why did Dennis Rodman need a special attention? I don't know and I don't particularly want to find out. Um, Patrick Ewing's involvement so ex-club Deborah Pinson testified that she had inadvertently walked into a room where a dancer was performing oral sex on Ewing when she complained to Kaplan he allegedly called her stupid and then added these are my friends you won't be complaining when we're sitting in the front row of Madison Square Gardens and also Ewing testified that he received complimentary VAP room dancers and sexual favours on two separate occasions both times he received oral sex while Kaplan and Ziggy looked on, according to Ewing. The girls danced, started fondling me, I got aroused, 
and they performed all sacks. I hung around a little bit and talked to them, then I left. There's an awful lot of names brought up in the trade, even Madonna's name surfaced during the testimony. According to a testimony, Madonna allegedly visited the club one night and eventually asked if she could leave with a dancer called Baby. So where did the trial end? Uh, Kaplan agreed to the following terms. Uh, spend three years in prison, relinquish the gold club, pay a $5 million fine, pay back up to a quarter of a million to customers for credit card fees, pay restitution of up to $50,000 to Delta Airlines, forfeit 38400 in cash recovered during government search, and he was never allowed to sit in the front row of the Madison Square Gardens for the next game ever again. As for the rest of the defendants, two managers, Calder and Sicola, and Bush, the alleged Michael Jordan of sex, all pleaded guilty to misprison of a felony, and the CFO, Leash, I think his name was, pleaded guilty to a misdemeanor tax charge. All faced jail time, and as for Bernie, the police officer, and an alleged mobster involved in the case known as Mickey Scars, um, those two were never charged. And I suppose what happened to the goal club? On August 1st of the year 2000, Team Kaplan held a private party during the early evening uh, that was attended by attorneys, defendants and members of a curious media. The goal, drink as much liquor as possible because the feds were arriving. They padlocked the door at midnight, so one of the attorneys on hand. It's the goal club and nobody's naked. It's bizarre. At midnight, after everyone had departed, federal marshals chained and padlocked the doors, making the end of the Gold Club era in Atlanta. So what did we learn from the trial? We learned that strip joints take advantage of their customers. We learned that it is possible for strip clubs to have mafia or organised crime ties. We learned that it's probably not a good idea to sign up for a strip joint membership club. And we learned that celebrities enjoy strip joints and have trouble during their free sex. I've been the Sasquatch and this has been episode one of What the Fuck Sports. Down to ten. Johnson. Gets a shot and square. Watch out. He's got getting away from the top speed. Touchdown.